0: This episode of Soul Food is brought to you by the Muslim Chaplaincy of Toronto which is dedicated to providing prophetic care, compassion and mercy to Muslim students at four campuses across the greater Toronto area. Support their Empower Love campaign by donating today at mcuft.com slash donate. Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarseen and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. <laughs> Salaam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to another season of Soul Food in this blessed month of Ramadan. Ramadan mubarak to you all. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this the best Ramadan that we've experienced. And that we recognize that this is a wonderful opportunity where Allah جل opens up all of the gates of paradise and all of the gates of the fire are closed. And it is an opportunity for spiritual elevation to fulfill the potential of our creation and our existence, where whoever takes it seriously will be elevated, will be honored, will be dignified, and will have benefits. That will be everlasting And it is a great honor to be here with you For another season of soul food For another year And we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For this opportunity To go on this journey together again Uh, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Make this the best Ramadan of our lives yet And give us ever increasing blessings In the subsequent Ramadans that come Ameen This season of soul food is going to focus on a book by a great contemporary scholar who passed away recently, may Allah have mercy on him, whose name is Sheikh Hassan Muhammad Al-Mashat. He was a Meccan scholar and he wrote a book called Determination of the People of Faith in Performing the Duties of Ramadan. Iman, Ramadan. And it's all about the blessings of Ramadan, the acts of worship in Ramadan, the opportunities in Ramadan, so that we can have a greater appreciation and we can take advantage of the opportunity. So inshallah, that's going to be the theme for this entire season. And every episode will focus on a particular aspect of Ramadan and of the spiritual significance and opportunity in this blessed month. In this episode, we're going to look at the meaning of the word Ramadan, we're going to look at the purpose behind fasting. And we're also going to look at the importance of fasting. The word Ramadan comes from the root Ramadha, Ramadha. And what that means, this word Ramadha in Arabic, it has a relation to the meaning of to burn. Something that burns. And it's a very interesting word and an interesting root. And you're probably wondering... Why is the month of mercy and blessings come from the meaning to burn? It almost seems counterintuitive, right? We said that the gates of the fire are closed, but the word Ramadan means to burn. Scholars say that the word comes from, or the meaning of the word, is related to how sins and negative qualities are burned away in this month. And that there's no trace left behind. That it is a purification through the heat of spirituality. And when we talk about the spiritual path of Islam and we talk about the purification process, it's not just about the light of spirituality, it's not just about the things that make us feel warm, but it's also about the heat and it's also about the struggle internally. And the word Tezkiya, spiritual purification, they say it is like the melting of gold. To separate pure gold from any impurities. So Ramadan is melting away the impurities that might exist within our nature, within our nufus. And it gives us the opportunity to leave aside these bad habits. And even the things that are permissible outside of the month of Ramadan, like eating and drinking, in the month of Ramadan they become forbidden because we're called to resemble the lifestyle of angels themselves. So this word Ramadan from Ramadan comes from Ramadan is about burning away sins and burning away negative qualities in our nufus. That brings us to the next point of the purpose of fasting. What is the purpose of fasting if you look at it and if you're fasting for the first time, you might be thinking to yourself like this is hard, it's not easy to leave aside something so essential for such a long time of the day especially if you're in a place where it's summertime and the purpose behind fasting is not just the physical fast but it's something much deeper than that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran ya amanu kutiba kama min qablikum O you who believe fasting has been prescribed upon you as it was prescribed upon those before you, so that you may grow in taqwa, that you may grow in mindfulness of Allah, that your heart becomes more connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the purpose of fasting, the goal behind fasting, is to become someone whose heart is even more present with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that your every intention and thought and moment of stillness or action is connected to this mindfulness and awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you are steeped in His remembrance and in His presence, Jalla Jalalu. And fasting, it actually breaks the desires of the nufus, of the nafs in a very unique way. When you withhold from food and drink for the entire day, it shakes up your routine. It's not the way that you normally go about your day. It shakes up your routine, which actually gives you the opportunity to reassemble yourself before you have cement become firm. If you add more water to it, you can shape it in a different way. So when you break up your routine, you're able to put your nafs in check and actually take on different routines and different habits. And things that are permissible outside of Ramadan become forbidden. And it's almost like you're saying to your nafs. It's almost like you're having a conversation and saying, if permissible things become forbidden in Ramadan, then what about the things that were already forbidden outside of Ramadan? Like backbiting, or lying, or looking at things that you're not supposed to look at. If those things are forbidden and haram outside of Ramadan, and in Ramadan, permissible things like food and drink become forbidden, then what level of awareness should I have? What level of mindfulness and care should I have? And caution should I have before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this month. And this is the month of increased worship where we fast, we reconnect with the Qur'an, we pray during the night. And these are all things that righteous people do throughout the year. It's as if our generous and merciful Lord is saying, here's an opportunity to elevate. Here's an opportunity to change, to transform for the rest of the year. But you have this increased awareness. You put your nafs in check and whoever wants to take it seriously will have great rewards and great benefits and blessings that come from it. So this brings us to the last point which is the importance of fasting. The Prophet Muhammad he said, Islam is built upon five things. Bearing witness that there is no God but God and that Muhammad is the messenger of God. Establishing the prayer giving the alms, the zakat, pilgrimage to the holy sanctuary, and fasting Ramadan. Right? Fasting Ramadan. And these five things known as the five pillars of Islam, they're so valuable and important that without any of these one foundations, if one of these foundations is not present in your life, then your whole connection to Allah falls apart. Your whole spiritual journey, your whole religion it falls apart. So fasting is one of these pillars. So we have to take it seriously, we have to give it its right, and we have to recognize the sanctity of this opportunity and this obligation. So this brings us to the call to action. The call to action that inshallah, if you're listening to this on the first of Ramadan, that you sit down for five minutes And if you want to get a a pen and paper Or you want to write this down in your phone Or however you go about it But write down the goals Of things that you want to achieve This Ramadan just for five minutes What do you want to achieve? What bad habits do you want to change? Write them down Psychologically when you write down goals You're more likely to fulfill them And if you review them regularly Then you can commit to them Write down the spiritual goals That you want to achieve How much Quran do you want to read? What sunnah prayers do you want to introduce into your life? What good character traits of generosity, of honesty, of forgiveness do you want to introduce into your life in Ramadan? So treat this Ramadan like the great opportunity it is and just sit down for five minutes and say what you want to achieve just between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the first night of Ramadan, is a special night when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks upon His servants. And whoever He looks upon on this first night of Ramadan, He never punishes and will never be of the wretched. So adorn your heart, beautify your heart, make your heart radiant with hope in Him, and with seeking His treasures, and if you do that, and if we all do that, تعالى, with God's permission and assistance, we will become honored eternally. So, this is the opportunity before us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it the best Ramadan ever. May Allah make it a transformative Ramadan. May Allah make it a Ramadan of mercy and blessings and forgiveness and freedom from any punishment and any dishonor in the hereafter. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.